Welcome to the Nourish and Empower podcast, where we redefine, reclaim, and restore the true meaning of health. Join us as we dive into the tough conversations about mental health, nutrition, eating disorders, diet culture, and body image. I'm Maggie, a registered dietitian. And I'm Jessica, a licensed professional counselor. Together, we have over 10 years of experience working in eating disorders and mental health treatment. Trigger warning. In this show, we will be discussing eating disorders and other mental health disorders. We welcome you to the table for these conversations. However, if at any point you feel those conversations are causing more harm in your recovery process, you can always take a pause and come back to listen and reflect with us at a later time. Even though we are discussing nutrition and therapy modalities on this podcast, this show is not medical, nutrition, or mental health treatment and is not a replacement for meeting with a registered dietitian, licensed mental health provider, or any other medical provider. You can find resources for how to find a provider as well as crisis resources in the show notes. Kick back, relax, grab a snack, and join your favorite dietitian and therapist duo as we chat, laugh, cry, and reflect together. Hello, everybody. Hi, thank you for joining us. Welcome to today's episode. And today is even more exciting because Maggie (laughs) and I, I roped her in, baby. We are actually trying out a little video recording while we voice record our podcast today. So I'm very excited. We are, you might actually be able to see our faces every now and again. (laughs) I'm also excited because today we are having our very own nutrition expert give us a little 411 on diet culture and nutrition. So I'm very excited. So thanks, Maggie, for letting me put you in the hot seat. Yeah. Absolutely. I am. I'm excited. So to hit it off, my first question that I have for you, because I think a lot of listeners might hear this terminology and be curious about it. What do you mean by a non-diet dietitian? And how is that different from, let's say, a regular dietitian that people might think of? Yeah. No, I think that's a good question. I think it's one of the things that people tend to ask a lot about, like when they do come to see us. And so when people think of a classic dietitian. I think the first thing that comes to mind is is weight loss or is the food police. Somebody who's going to wag their finger and say like, you're doing all this wrong. This is what you need to do and just give them the answers, right? Like give them this plan. And just to backtrack a little bit, like I would say to people, even just in my regular life, I didn't become a dietitian to help people lose weight. That was never why I became a dietitian. I became a dietitian because I love food. Food has been one of the most important relationships in my life. And I've always had that desire to work with food and thus help other people in their relationship with food. So as a non-diet dietitian, (laughs) I don't prescribe anybody a restrictive meal plan. I don't prescribe anybody a diet. That's not the goal here. And everybody has body autonomy. People want to pursue diets. They are more than welcome to. Yeah. I am not the dietitian to work with in that case. And that's fine. There's other dietitians for that. And my kind of focus is like working on somebody's relationship with food and relationship with their body. Mm -hmm. And so we talk about food, we talk about movement, we talk about stress, all of that. But from this very holistic whole person approach and that, yes, nutrition is about food, but it's also about so much more than that, right? Mm -hmm. It's about that relationship overall. And 
I think for a lot of people that is maybe not what they expect when they come to meet with the dietitian. Yeah. And so for some people that might take them back a little bit, I find though, for most people, they're so relieved and that's like the freedom that they're looking for. They want to come and like, they want to work on their relationship with food and they want to do that in a, a, a space that they feel comfortable with. And so like, I just tried to provide like a non-judgmental place for people to work on that relationship with me. And I love that. And I feel people don't ever recognize that you can have a dietitian and learn that healthy relationship with food without weight loss. I don't think people ever understand the connection or I guess really the disconnection, right? Like a dietitian isn't there necessarily to help you lose weight. A dietitian can just be there to help you understand what healthy balance is, to understand what a day full of meals and snacks look like or what portion is and things like that. And you being able to explain all that here and to be able to explain that with your clients in sessions, I feel like is so powerful for you and even more powerful for a client. Because I've had, and I know you and I have talked about this, we've had so many clients that, are so hesitant to see a dietitian because they're so uncomfortable with what are you going to tell me? What is this going to be like? Or even like you said, I think it was in our first episode where you said one of the first questions you ask your client is, have you ever seen a dietitian before? And you try and then reassure them that this is going to be different and not for nothing, but it is very insanely Uh different. And I think you know, again, it's just so powerful to know that there are dietitians out there that aren't saying to yourselves, oh, you really shouldn't be eating this or, oh, let's try and stay away from that, right? Like I remember one of my friends, she's getting her master's in to become a dietitian and she's also a physical trainer. And someone she used to work with was like, oh, you can't eat corn. Corn's bad for you. So Mm -hmm. it's thinking about how she's now seeing it, which is identical to how you see it and how other dietitians see it. It really is like, where's the needle in the haystack? And it's you. Yeah. And I think all we're taught about food is like, this is bad. This is bad. This is bad. Like, it's overwhelming. Yeah. And the fear mongering that goes into it. I mean, I think so many people are so afraid of food. Yes. And that's why they're afraid to see a dietitian too. And something that like I try and work on a lot with clients too is, okay, like, can we see what this food is actually doing for your body? Yeah. Right. Because you've heard all these mixed messages about it, but every food provides some form of nutrition. Mm -hmm. It has to, or it wouldn't be a food. Right. Right. And so can we reframe and can we look at that? Can we look at like, okay, these are the nutrients that this is giving my body. This is the energy that I'm getting. This is how it's going to make me feel physically, emotionally. A lot of like the intention that goes behind those food choices too. Yes. Because I mean, at this point, like we've heard that every single food is bad. It's just completely overwhelming. Yeah. And it's just further harming people's relationships with food. Agreed. And it's just like, I find it like disheartening at times. And then I also find it very motivating because- You know, I find my work so rewarding when people are actually able to enjoy food and find satisfaction and go out to eat and go on vacation and live their life and and not be in constant fear. So one of the things I feel like that goes with your viewpoint and your scope of non-diet, a big part of that is understanding the difference between normal eating and diet culture, right? You are with the normal eating for a non-diet dietitian and mm-hmm. diet culture is with the latter. So how would you explain the difference between those two? 
I think diet culture is all about restriction mm-hmm. and all about subtraction, right? It's cut this out, cut this out, cut this out. Yeah. And something that I really focus on with clients is I call it addition nutrition, which is what can we add in? So, okay, let's do an example. This is probably the most common one I get, right? Is a lot of people are afraid of carbs. We've heard that carbs are so bad, right? Don't eat carbs. And so... They're my favorite. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And also our main energy source, right? So we need every food group for different reasons and we need them in adequate amounts. And so... Rather than saying, okay, carbs are so bad, let's cut carbs out. Something that I work on with clients is saying, okay, I understand that you might be hesitant around carbs because you've heard this message for so long that carbs are bad. So what would it be like to have them, have the pasta, the bread, the rice, whatever it is, and just add other food groups into it, add other textures, add other colors, building a satisfying meal in that way. Mm -hmm. So that way you're having everything that your body needs. And that to me is what nutrition actually is. Nutrition is that combination of different food groups, different textures, different colors, building that that meal, building that snack and eating at regular intervals, learning to listen to your body more. Mm -hmm. I think that's really what we're not taught about eating. We're constantly just taught about subtraction and I try and focus a lot on addition. Yeah. I think in terms of quote unquote, like normal eating too, like I always say to clients, like, what does that mean? Because like, (laughs) I want to hear from them what that means. And nutrition is something that's so individualized. It's different for every single person. And so that's why I like working in private practice. Cause I like working one-on-one with people of Mm -hmm. being like, okay, like this is what your day is going to look like with food in like an adequate way, in a varied way. And that's going to be different than the person I see before you and the person I see after you. And it's even going to be different than me, myself, and like what I eat. I think too that we just have so, we have such a skewed perspective of what an adequate amount of food even is. And that's something that I work on a lot with clients too, of even just like explaining to them, you're an adult woman and like, this is what you need. Mm -hmm. And what you think you need is actually what a two-year-old needs. And you're not a two-year-old. So like, how can we nourish you as an adult woman, you know, or whoever it is that I'm working with. But I think diet culture really just tells us to cut out, cut out, cut out, restrict. It's so, it's such a negative view of food. And really my goal with clients is I want them to go into any situation around food in the future and be comfortable. Like, I want you to go to a wedding and eat wedding cake. I want you to go on vacation and eat foods that are found in that culture that you may never go back to that place and like have that opportunity. And so a lot of what we do in sessions is just practicing for that and giving education to like get people there. I love that. And two things that you said to me that really, I mean, everything you say is always wonderful and sticks out to me, but two (laughs) things that really drew home for me is the timing of meals And I don't want to say calories, but like the food consumption piece. And there was one thing that you taught me. And one thing that I started to see on social media a little bit more is that your organs need a certain amount of calories. And what you need as an adult for that versus what a two-year-old, right? Like infants need a baseline of what, 1,200, let's call it. So if people are now all of a sudden trying to do a... 12 to 1500 as a grown woman, like you're saying, you're not a two-year-old. So why are you trying to nourish your body as if you're just starting to develop instead of realizing you need to nourish your body for the full development that it's at? 
And another piece, the timing is that diet culture, intermittent fasting, you should only have three meals or two meals of a snack instead of understanding that your body gets hungry every two to four hours. And there's nothing wrong with you being hungry that often. So diet, I, those are the two pieces that always get me because I always just want to like sometimes shake my clients and I'm like, it's okay if you're hungry after two hours or even an hour after you have a snack. If your body is hungry, it's hungry. Our bodies are machines, but they are not robots. And that's something I tell clients all the time. So if all of a sudden you're more hungry one day than you are from yesterday or less hungry than you are, that's okay because your body is telling you what it wants, when it wants, how it wants. And that's the only thing that matters. And when diet culture is telling you only eat four hours out of your day, idiots. And then if it's also telling you that you need to restrict so much, you're not listening to, you need to trust yourself. You have yourself 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Diet culture does not. So stop listening to the outside and listen to you. So with those two pieces, what would you say is like the main piece? So I guess two questions because you know I can never just ask you one. (laughs) What would you say the main piece of nutrition that you teach your clients and what are the biggest like myths and struggles that you also deal with? I would say the main piece of nutrition I think it's, it's different actually for a lot of people, but I would say like based on what we're talking about, kind of the first thing that's coming in my mind is that we're really working on trusting our bodies. Yeah. I always say that our bodies are so smart and they know what we need, Yeah, but we have all of those thoughts swirling in our mind from all of those myths and like misconceptions that come up and basically your mind and your body are like fighting against each other when like we want them to like join hands and like work together. They're family. Right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so <clears throat> that's something that like we really work on a lot is, okay, how can we trust your body more, listen to your body more? Yeah. And I always say to clients too, I'm like, you're the expert here. I'm the guide. So you are the one that understands and knows your body more than, more than anybody else does. You might feel like you don't right now, and that's what we're kind of going to work on more and more, right, is like when we're eating at regular intervals, when we're eating adequately, when we're eating a wide variety of foods, your body is going to respond to that, and we're going to like identify how your bodies respond, and we're going to learn based off of that and honor like the different cues that your body's sending us, and so that I think is like a really big piece of nutrition, And I think what's funny is I think most people would expect me to answer that by saying something like very specific about food. Mm -hmm. And that was a very general answer because especially as a a dietitian that doesn't practice from like a restrictive standpoint, a lot of times we'll say to clients like, we care more about the why behind your food choices than the what. Like we care about like the intention. We want to explore that. We want to explore like what's coming up for you. It's a lot more of a therapeutic approach, I would say too, rather than, okay, eat this, don't eat that. We get that message everywhere else. Like I'm not the person to give you that message. And I feel like just with everything that you're saying, I feel like that's one of the things that I love so much about what you do and how you do it is because you're giving people autonomy and independence and you're allowing people to have trust within themselves. And I think one of the biggest things with our client base is a lack of trust, whether it's trust with society, trust with family, trust with friends. And because they have been told as, you know, at whatever age their eating disorder started, 
oh, you don't need to eat that. You're not that hungry. Oh, you don't need to do this. You don't need to do that. Everyone's trying to fan them away from trusting in themselves. And then when they recognize that, okay, well, I can't trust myself, so I have to listen to you, but then they don't trust them. There's no, there's not an ounce of trust anywhere for our clients. So I can't imagine how uncomfortable yet rewarding it is working with a non-dieted approach dietitian because you're giving them all of that that they never had and that people stole from them. Yeah. I love that. And I know I didn't really answer the myths question, but I actually think it would be really cool if we did a question box on Instagram and had people write in some myths and misconceptions and maybe we could do a whole episode just on that because I mean, there's tens, twenties, hundreds. There's so many that come up and I I love myth busting with clients. I think it's a really important piece to give them that actual real information and give them the facts. And so look out for that on Instagram. I think we can do a whole kind of episode just on like nutrition myths that you would like talked about a bit more. Yeah. No, I love that. I think that's great. And I think for you guys, understanding and really coming forward with whatever myths that you have, I think it is really great for us to then give that more time and space. So I agree. I'm ready for that one. Awesome. Yeah, me too. Well, those were, I wanted to keep, I know we wanted to keep this one to really open up this conversation about nutrition. But guys, this is not our last episode with Maggie giving us the 411. I know we have a lot of other episodes in the works of specific topics to really give more detail about certain things. So if you guys have any questions about what we have talked about today, if you have any topics that you want to hear more about, whether it's about specific foods, specific needs, or myths, whatever have you, please let us know because I'm putting Mags in the hot seat another time. I'm ready. (laughs) Yeah, baby. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode with Maggie and I, and I can't wait for us to meet again. Thank you. Have a good week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Nourish and Empower podcast. We hope this episode helped you redefine, reclaim, and restore what health means to you. If this episode resonated with you, please subscribe, leave a rating and comment, and share with anyone else who you feel may benefit. We'll meet you back here next time with a new conversation and one of our favorite snacks.